Welcome back to another episode of What We Think. Um, yeah, um, we will start with the life updates. Mandira, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, this week has been pretty boring, but uh, I've, rec- I've been like sewing a lot more. Like, honestly, I have a whole pile of just like clothes I want to like hem and like change. And yeah. I really like. <laughs> I remember she like she transformed a pair of sweatpants into like sweat shorts and it was the coolest mm-hmm. thing. The, dude, I literally thought you bought them from somewhere. If that that was like actually the only time it's actually turned out somewhat successful. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of ruining a lot of my clothes. But I don't know. It, it it's really fun. It's definitely ex- like exhausting. The only time I actually want to sew is between like midnight and three AM. So I'm like <gasps> waking know. up my family. It's oh so bad. No, but I totally get that. Like, the only time that I want to be creative or do things productive is during the night, which is not exactly mm-hmm. good for the rest of my family or for myself because I'm just getting my, giving myself eye bags and eye wrinkles. Yeah. Not a good thing. Yeah. Anyways, for me, <laughs> um, since it's summer, our family has started barbecuing a lot more. And also doing fire pits. I love fire pits. Like, our family can literally just sit there. Like, um, last Sunday, we were sitting outside. Um, and we started, like, I think around, like, 8 o'clock. And we were outside until 1230. It was an adventure. Oh, wow. But during this time, I have discovered the literal, like, the actual, like, the perfect s'more. Like, I love s'mores, but I cannot have more than two or three because they're so sweet. But I have discovered, like, the perfect balance. Literally, like, Gordon Ramsay is shaking right now. I'm not even kidding. Okay, let me explain it to you. You have, um, so, like, when when we make s'mores, we have, like, a two-pronged skewer kind of thing that is extendable so you can stick it into the fire without burning yourself. And so on each of the prongs, you put uh, marshmallows and you put them close together so there's it's very tight uh, between them. And then you stick a piece of chocolate, um, hopefully like a more high quality uh, chocolate that's not Hershey's. Hershey's actually has a line of that's called Symphony. That chocolate is perfect for s'mores. So use that. And you stick it between the two pieces of marshmallow and you put it in um like above the the fire and like slowly roast it until the marshmallows become gooey and the chocolate has melted now that you have this you take your two graham crackers and you put strawberry slices on top of the graham crackers this one thing will change your life also the fact that you're using two marshmallows instead of one then what you do is you take your two marshmallows along with your chocolate and you lay it on top of your graham cracker with strawberry and then you put another graham cracker with strawberries on and the most important part is you shove the entire thing in your mouth. It may not seem like it will fit but I promise you it will and it is literally heaven on earth. Nothing can beat it. I literally had 10 of these in a row and I, my mouth is watering right now just thinking about them. You don't understand. Oh my god. I'm like, uh, the last, only time I have s'mores is like during camping, but we definitely have to like bring out the barbecue sometime and just Dude, like do so it again. amazing. So have you heard of like, um, f- fried bananas or like my sister, like my I stepsister? Like deep fried Oreos. That's 
We'll do a disclaimer. Um, basically, this um, uh, podcast is part of a series that we started a little bit a while back um, called the Let's Talk series. So in this series, it's just a conversation. We don't have a lot planned. We just have a topic and we might have done a little bit of research. Um, for example, when we did the Let's Talk Black Lives Matter, we did more research so we could speak with a little bit more of authority and give you like hard facts because that was something that we both really wanted to press on, like the importance of it. Um, so, but as with all of our Let's Talk um, podcasts, podcasts, um, it's based solely on our opinions it is based solely on what we are thinking in the moment. It's a real conversation. It is unrehearsed. It is unedited. And we say this about all of our podcasts, but especially these. And that is really important because we're discussing what is going through our minds at that very moment. And if you don't agree with us or if you don't agree with one of us, that's okay. The reason we started this series is to promote having difficult conversations with people in the first place um, and with people that you might not necessarily agree about. So we might talk about politics. We might talk about a controversial topic and that's okay. To And if you disagree, then that doesn't mean like the other person is a horrible person. And we really need to understand that, especially in such like a highly energized, highly polarized place that everyone is at right now uh politically socially um everything like that and so think about that and just have that in mind when you listen to like not just this podcast but and have any conversations it's okay to disagree with people anyways mm, definitely yeah sorry i've like never talked about this actual topic before because I, I was like let's wait for the podcast so we so can really like, have it reveal like unveil naturally yeah okay so basically this whole topic is call out culture like on instagram so basically in the black and lives, twitter and twitter oh and twitter in the black lives matter podcast we went over a bit about like what sky jackson was doing just like calling out like racist people on her twitter mm-hmm. but it seems that like now it's coming into our own school communities and our own school district and that's why we felt like it was really important to do another like update on how we're feeling because it's a whole just dedicate like Mm -hmm. and just dedicate an entire podcast to it so i don't know a lot about call out culture um like madeira is probably going to be the main authority on this one but anyways (laughs) i will be invoking questions and um yeah okay go ahead yeah it's like a whole different thing when it's like someone that you like have never heard of or like met before but when it's people that like you know you like go to school with it's kind of different it's like you feel a little more bad about calling them out okay so basically the whole thing is um it started off there were a few teenagers going to like in a school in Sammamish mm-hmm. which is like near where we live and in like the same school district as us and they were like, saying really, like, racist things, and, like, they had, like, bracelets that said, like, the N-word on them, and they were just, just like, really not okay girl. behavior, not okay behavior at yeah. all. And so then what happened was there was, like, 
a tweet that got out was like, please expose these people, like talk to their administrators of their schools, the colleges that they're going to, like we have to make them like stop. And a, a lot of people like reposted it, it got like a lot of attention in at least like our cities and stuff. And, and I'm sure this is not just happening in our cities or in our school districts. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this is nationwide. Going back like with Sky Jackson, she like renamed her Twitter. I thought it was really funny, like queen of exposing racists. And she was basically <laughs> like, if there was like someone was brought to her attention that was being racist, she would like DM them be like, hey, can you stop or whatever? Or at least this is what I think. This is what I think was yeah. happening. And if they didn't, or they were, like, being rude to her, then she would just go full out on her. Like, you know, she would, like, try to find yeah. their address, you know, their Instagram handle. Just go to- handle, Twitter handle, Instagram. Yeah. It's like, Instagram, everything. And kind of just kind of ruin, ruin them for a little bit. Anyways. <laughs> See, that's, like, the whole controversial part is, like, some people don't agree with, like, making, like like, the drastic measures that are being put to make them change their mindset. Because the thing is, it's really important to actually change a way a person thinks they have to be, like, pushed pretty far. But it's, it's like, difficult okay. to see. Yeah. Just, okay, so I get what you're saying, but maybe just explain it a little bit more clearly, like, mm-hmm. to be a little bit more vague. So... Okay. So, like, first of all, like, the things that they're doing, as I said before, is, like, contacting their colleges and asking for their um, admissions to, like, get rescinded and stuff. And that sort of thing, like, can people work to go to college, like, their entire high school career? And the whole point is I don't exactly know how I feel about this, and I don't know how you feel about this either, Sarah. Okay, so I'll tell you my – okay, so I'll tell you what my opinion on college culture is. So I – Okay, so exposing, um, let me start at the beginning. I think the original idea um, or, like, the reasoning or the intention behind it, I I support a lot, like, you know, yeah. bringing people, you know, being like, hey, this is wrong, this should not be happening. I totally agree with that 100%. Um, but, um, oh, my goodness. I, to- I literally just blanked on what I was going to say. Um... And I think, oh, okay, you keep talking. Maybe I'll remember it. <laughs> yeah, like, where it started was definitely, like, important to just tell people, like, to stop them. Be like, this isn't right. But... Oh, sorry. I remember now. No, so, I think what you said really was uh, a little bit behind was, like, actually really important. Like, um changing the person's actual mindset because so like the thing with call out culture is you might be like you might have be like oh this person is extremely racist and they actually might be they they probably are actually in fact um they're super racist you know go attack them basically like kind of um expose them basically um and slightly humiliate them um and that might and so like if that gets them to realize like how their actions are affecting other people and they're hurting other people and they're just that's not good then um that's like what the end goal is like that's what I would want out of the whole call out culture is them realizing like how harmful what they're doing or how they're acting is but 
I also feel like what that can do is cause resentment in these people. Be like, oh my gosh, these people are so evil or they're so mean. I was just doing like mine, quote unquote, like minding my own business. And then they did all of this to me. And creating this resentment from these people who are being called out will maybe just make them eat, like hold on to their like racist beliefs or their, um, their racist um, ideology even stronger being like, you know, um, they can't take this away from me or they're so being so like, you know, they're so mean or they're like, I don't know. And that might kind of backfire and then they'll just hold on to it and they'll resent um, Black Lives Matter movement or whatever they're being called out on even more. And I just don't want that to happen. Anyways, now let's move into some more <laughs> difficult. So like, okay, so what do you think about the call out, whole call out culture thing? Um. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like at the start, it was really... It was really important that they are being called out, but like, it's also I I I don't know how they would do it. How you would call out anyone any better? Like because the thing is, these these people are still teenagers. They probably they're they're now getting like death threats and stuff, and it's just like. Is it too? Ex- are you saying? Are you saying it might be? Is it too extreme for them? Yeah, it might be too extreme, but it's also like, like they've probably been raised in like this environment where they think, like it's a, it's like ingrained in their head. It's probably like their families are probably also racist. It's prob- I just don't know how you would change someone's mind. Like, you have to show them like the nice. You have to show them, like you know, if this is what you think black people or, um really are then you need to show them like uh, what they think it like versus reality and show them like really how their actions are like affecting other people and this is where it kind of gets like a little bit more like complicated because we really need to re- like check our privilege obviously because we are speaking from um a place of being like south asian american we're not we're definitely i'm not black and i cannot speak for so from that perspective, I cannot speak for um, other people or other opinions um, yeah. and how like, and so I'm just saying that this is like what I think. And if you have a different opinion or you want to like say, um, tell me something, um, be like, oh, hey, have you considered this perspective? Then please, like I'm yeah. absolutely open to changing um um how I'm thinking about this whole thing if I'm thinking about it wrong then absolutely just just tell me because it's really important this whole thing is a learning process and that's what we can't be afraid of being corrected and being wrong because if you're afraid of it then uh nothing's gonna change yeah I was also like talking to my sister about it because she yeah she thinks a little like differently about it which honestly I agreed with is that these people they're definitely people with like a lot of privilege they're like rich like white girls and mm-hmm. they're they're gonna come back from this like yeah. it's not like we're ruining their lives we're just like, setting them back like, a little we're just setting them back like because okay honestly this is what i think if you're being so blatant in your racism like if you're putting it up in tiktoks if you're posting on it on instagram putting it up on your snapchat stories you're basically you're practically begging for someone to come out to be and confront you about this and because of their privilege they might be like it's fine and also i think most of them like 
most of them uh, are pretty popular, right? They are? Mm -hmm. And so, like, they might not think that, you know, oh, it's cool. Or they might think, how is this going to affect me? Not realizing that in today's society, and, like, it shouldn't have ever been okay in the first place. Like, ever, ever. Like, to yeah. do what they're doing. And they might not have expected it because they're being like, you know what? It's fine. I'm, like, I'm... I don't know if they realized how big of a role their privilege plays into this, but um, they might not think it might not affect their futures. But now it's kind of like a slap in the face being like, you know, you're wrong because just because you're rich and you come from a position of power does not mean this is not going to affect your life. In fact, it might affect your life more. And I kind of like that, especially because a lot of these people are also older. They're like 17, 18. And yeah. maybe 20 years ago, being a 17, 18, you're still in your like prime. You're in your youth. You know, no one really cares about it. But now as Gen Z, especially, they, they, need, to, they need to grow up because nobody our age is acting how an, a 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old would 20 years ago. Yeah. We're having to deal with big problems because our future is being bigly mis bigly largely messed up yeah and there's definitely like the, the whole like argument that these are the people who are going to be put in big positions of power like going to be part of like uh, like positions of influence mm -hmm. and if, if we don't change the way that they're thinking now it's just they're gonna be the ones who might be putting these like racist beliefs into the decisions that they make when they're older that might end up and kind of continue of the cycle of systematic race racism that's what implicit yeah. bias does and yeah absolutely and i don't think we've definitely uh reached a consensus like call it culture like death threats like that's i don't smart. i don't agree with death threats because frankly i don't believe that violence is ever okay mm -hmm. like violent especially to um young people for like i okay that might actually you know what i just don't believe violence is the way to go with this but like calling them out telling their colleges about it like colleges are gonna do like they're gonna look at this stuff and it's gonna come out like if like famous people have to be put famous people are put in check for saying this type of things because they represent they're like a role model so if you're a normal person you should also yeah. be following the same because like imagine if a famous person's kid like a celebrity's kid did this they would absolutely 100% be called out and no one would have a problem with that because they'd be like check your privilege yeah. man you know check your status see how your actions are going to affect the future and how they're going to influence other people and if that applies to like someone famous and someone in a position of power on a greater level it should also apply to anybody our age right now that is my belief so you know maybe telling yeah. their colleges about but it the, i'm okay with but yeah. i agree with actually i think that's okay i think that should happen because otherwise how else are they going to mm -hmm. learn and then there's also like it's a yeah. nuanced multifaceted argument because there's also the side of is this going to cause more resentment than actual change but anyways i talk too long yeah that's a uh, 
Yeah, and there's also, like, the fact that this, like, came to, like, our school. Like, mm-hmm. it's not only like these people from, like, Sammamish. Bro, I didn't it's, think like, it would come this close. I, I don't think they're... Okay, and I think that's, like, part of, like, I have to accept how ignorant I was of, like, not realizing that. Because do you remember at football games, there would be those people who wear, like, MAGA hats? Wait, what? Do you remember, like, at, like how, um, like, did you ever go to, the, uh, like, during, like, some football games, there would be people wearing MAGA hats? Have you seen those? No, I never did. Because, do you remember, like, because, like, I think one of the themes one day was, like, red, white, and blue, because we always have that, and then there was someone wearing a MAGA hat. Uh, and I, honestly, I thought it was a joke, but. Yeah, no, I honestly, I think I just really had a lot of faith, like, in our school, at least, because I think we do have, like, a very diverse school in mm-hmm. a way. Like, yeah, we also have to realize, like, the other school that most of this happened at, like, I have a couple yeah. friends that go there also, and they're, like, it's, like, it's all, like, white people. and Yeah, it's definitely, it's a lot of, like, who you're surrounded with, and if no one's, like, calling you out yeah. on, like, a mm-hmm. normal basis, then, like, it's, of course, you're going to think it's okay. Because, like, I, like, yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's what it is. But, yeah, I just, it, it, it's really hard seeing people that, like, you kind of, like, thought of as, like, sort of your friends having to, like, go through stuff like this, but it's also, like, they really did have it coming. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, like, if you say, like, they were, like, your acquaintance, basically, if they were, like, sort of your friend, yeah. then did you ever, like, see this side of them in that, like, no. when you talk to them? No, I mean, like, they, no. Like, I, I didn't think this happened at our school. That's the whole problem is, like, I was probably so ignorant that, like, oh, I mean, like, I wasn't, like, looking for this. And but that's, like, the, that's, like, the whole thing. Like, even, like, that's, like, kind of, like, the not, like, the non-person of color, like, or, like, basically. I feel kind of bad for calling white people out, but honestly, it's fine. Um, yeah. I feel like that's the whole thing. Like, they don't see it, so it doesn't exist. We should really check our own privilege also and be like just because we don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist and you know behind closed doors who knows what they're what's going through there yeah i can't even imagine just like being like like black and like seeing how like these people are like treating i don't even know it's just like so bad like people and especially like, and even though we're see classmate. look here's the thing you know how you said that we have a pretty diverse school once again, and I think we talked about this during our Black Lives Matter um, Let's Talk episode, um, because of redlining and how that played out, we barely have any black people living in, in Sammamish or in Redmond in this area. So we, are, we have diversity, quote unquote, but that's Asian people, that's South Asian people. There's a small, there's, there's like a fairly small, but there's like, prominent enough like latinx community also here mm-hmm. and there's white people so i, I mean it's divert kind of diverse but it's not a very accurate representation of the yeah, rest of like the united states yeah it's like not accurate enough to like be respectful and like learn how to and also like there's just problems like the people we see in positions of power like at least in their school like there's like literally oh my god um, yeah like, we were both teachers. yeah we were mm-hmm. like oh I was talking more about student council because we were both in student council, but yeah. yeah. But in 
like at least um so on our instagram accounts when we were looking at the demographics of our school mm-hmm. and most like almost all of our teachers are white there's mm-hmm. like maybe one that's not and that's just like so weird to see that like the people you're learning from the people that like you're taught to respect like a lot and mm-hmm. you like, see every single day as like positions of power are just like not an accurate representation of like the school itself or the yeah. community and we have to yeah. realize like this is a little bit like a, a side tangent but we also have to recognize that's because none of our are like especially like south asians asians in general want to become teachers because we're so pulled in the united states in general like there i saw like there's this vox 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 that they did a series on like the united states has horrible horrible benefits just treats our teachers horribly and so like within a few years there's this thing that um a teacher who enters the system will leave because it's so bad and like compare that to like um, the Netherlands, like, there was, like, some, like, in the Netherlands and Finland and, like, in, like, you know, those Northern European places. Mm-hmm. Getting, if you want to become a teacher, that has to be your top choice. It's, like, a super highly respected position that is, like, extremely yeah. hard to get into. And, um, so it's not necessarily, like, just that fault, but it is important to consider that if there's only white people or, like, mainly white people not uh teaching the classes and um, for whatever reason that may be not bec- um yeah. it's not necessarily like their fault obviously um mm-hmm. that does still impact like a student's psyche yeah. and how they have a view and how the teachers like even how the teachers view things and how the teachers teach th- mm-hmm. uh, the students because yeah, especially because like at least the teachers I've seen, like, have never been, like, I've never noticed them being, like, blatantly racist. But, like, they obviously, like, don't have all the experiences that someone else, like, a person of color would have. Especially, and like, they a black might, person, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they might not be able, they wouldn't be able to really, like, explain, like, current events in the way that they, like. And that's, like, yeah, and this is kind of a side tangent as well, but, like, I also, like, because, like, when significant current events happen at school like I get that they're not really supposed to take political sides and I agree with that but like at least you should open the floor for discussion for your students to talk about it because otherwise you're not really acknowledging that certain events that might have happened could be deeply affecting a ton of students right now because I remember um when like last year um in March or in May um when like there was the shooting in New Zealand, I was really hoping that they would bring it up because that was really affecting at least my community really badly. And that's really important to talk about because if you don't address it at school, then you're basically ignoring that it ever happened, which is not good. Yeah, you're just like allowing for people to just, like you have to teach current events so people like understand the correct like and like understand the different perspectives like not even Mm -hmm. like we're not you're not teaching an opinion you're just teaching them that things are not one-sided yeah definitely wow that was this we talked about a lot um branch from call it culture but i think it's everything is interconnected um any last things that you want to add to this um just I don't know, just, it's important to be understanding of people, but really, don't let it get this far. Like, if you see someone who's, like, even just saying 
like the microaggression like, yeah like if there's microaggressions happening sorry yeah yeah microaggressions actually that's a better way to like yeah you go <laughs> no you don't have to finish your thought no but like yeah if you're seeing anyone who's just like even saying like the smallest racist thing just make sure they check themselves because it can get to like a bad space if they keep seeing that like people are just allowing them to like exactly catch them and even in your own families and communities mm-hmm. catch right. those micro aggressions aggress them and make sure they check themselves and their privilege otherwise it'll get to the point where people will be calling them out and like i don't personally like really know like the people who are being called out like even at school so it didn't affect me as much but like you know ne- even if they have like in your opinion well in my opinion as well, like horrible ideologies or like racist ideologies, then you don't, you still don't want, if it's someone you love, you don't want that to happen to them. And the best way to do that is to make sure they catch themselves or they address it so it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Or ever. Or shouldn't happen in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, you guys, um, we hope this conversation was beneficial to those listening. Um, it was a long and very windy conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us know if there's anything that um, you think we, like, explained badly or something. Just, something like, we missed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any, um, like, perspectives that we missed. And we'll definitely um, talk about that or make an edit later or um, readdress this. Um so it's really important if you say if you're like well hey you're missing this perspective or you're missing this fact then please let us know because our entire podcast but especially our let's talk series it's all about growth and talking about difficult controversial things and that can't happen if no one talks to us about it besides ourselves. Definitely, yeah. Well, we we want to learn too. Exactly. So, yeah. everybody, um, stay safe because coronavirus is still a thing. Um, <laughs> and also, um, be nice, but also be strong and check people if they're being racist. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.